podcast. This is the COVID quarantine edition. Um, I'm here with Matt again. How's it going, Matt? Pretty good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty excited to be working from home with two little kids in the house. You know, it's it's the dream. Is it is it COVID or is it just normal that I'm getting requests, uh, trade requests to trade down in April and May? Uh, if if it's from like anyone but Dave, it's COVID. If it's Dave, it's just normal, normal okay. every day. So I'm assuming it's just normal then. It's just normal. Question. Yeah. Uh, so I, we'll just dive right into it. So uh, on today's episode, I'm just we're just going to talk about a few of the potential COVID issues that could come into play with the draft, um, and then we have a uh, a round one mock draft that we've done. Um, and how we've done the mock draft is uh, um, we're just going to flip picks back and forth. Matt will pick first, I'll pick second, and so on and so forth. Um, I think that's about it for the show. Anything else uh, that we're going to have on here? No, I think that's it just for the mock. We'll be picking for the team currently in that spot. Yeah, that's right. We've looked at at their their our team's rosters. Um, yeah. That's a good point. So we're also basing on just, I mean, a quick look at a team's roster on needs at this current time, which is May. So you know how those things change. Um, so I guess the biggest thing right now is the COVID, uh, the potential that uh, Alberta will not allow gatherings of over 15 people uh, throughout the summer. So there's a potential of an online uh, draft. Um I think I talked to Carter. I think the plan would be doing the rookie draft uh, on a Google sheet uh, like the week leading up to the draft, because I know um, having an online meeting poses challenges and could make it last longer. Uh, and then um, we're going to do some testing with uh, GoToMeeting and some different features that it has. So uh, could be very, very interesting. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think we still need to figure out the draft day, which typically is the last Saturday of August, which is the 29th. Uh, hopefully maybe everything is fine by then and we can get together, but, uh, I doubt it. I don't know if you think we're going to be able to get together by that time, Matt. I doubt it. I don't think so. I think we should be preparing for online and the NFL not having fans in the stands. So I guess our, our 10th anniversary season draft in Las Vegas will have to push back here. Yeah, and uh, so I've I've looked at some features of GoToMeeting because I know uh, anyone who's been on meetings with 15 people trying to talk, it can be a pain. There's a, a raise hand feature. So I have some ideas with that that I'll want to get, you know, we'll probably want to get five, six people online at some point as we start to know what's happening um, and test that feature a little bit because uh, that might be the way to do it. Um, the other issue that people are hearing about um, potentially is if the college season doesn't go forward, a whole bunch of college players could enter the supplemental NFL draft and really skew the values of the current draft picks because there would be a whole bunch more players available. So it's another thing we're going to consider. I think the I think a lot of leagues that I've heard about just are going to, if that happens, they're going to just keep those players out of the draft and they're just going to go into the draft for the following year as they would have had a college season happened. I don't know what if that sounds reasonable to you, but we'll have to we'll have to talk about it with the league. Yeah, cross cross the bridge when we get there. But I think that's a reasonable option or they just go into the auction. Yeah. Regions. Yeah. And then those the rookie benefits. But hey, it is it is what it is. 
Yeah, that's actually a good point. We could just auction them. Um, the I guess the uh, other thing is, is if the NFL season doesn't happen or gets postponed halfway through or things like that and how we deal with contracts and stuff. So, uh, you know, we're going to come up with all these plans throughout the off season, like who has anything else better to do. So we'll make sure we kind of have a contingency plan. Unfortunately, for those of us in the hockey league, I mean, we couldn't have planned this. So now we're scrambling to figure out what to do. So. Yeah, enough of the bad news, and let's move on to the mock draft. So um, Matt brought this idea up to do, and I uh, uh, decided to give him the first pick because I'm just such a nice older brother. Um, So why don't you kick us off? That sounds not true at all. But um, yeah, so the first pick, thanks to the lottery and much to Serena's chagrin, belongs to Dave, and uh, I suspect he'll pick Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. It's a hot topic in the fantasy football community right now. Um, but I think Dave looked at immediate production. <laughs> Good pick. Immediate production upside with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. The Colts are the, because um, obviously we're just going to, the alternative is Jonathan Taylor. The Chiefs scored a hundred, almost 100 points more than the Colts last year. And Mahomes missed a bunch of games. I think a team like Dave, the way he goes, looking for someone who has a sky high ceiling for this year. I get the I get the Jonathan Taylor bit. I understand all that, but that's where I'd be going, and I think that's where he'll go, assuming he doesn't trade down. Yeah, I uh, I am you know 102 pick. Thank you for gifting me the most talented player in the draft. Talent wins out every time. Uh, landing you go based on landing position, and you end up with Rashad Penny and Ronald Jones, man. So it's all about the talent. Uh, so I am super happy that you left me Jonathan Taylor at the 102 pick. Um, and I'm sure Serena will be happy if Dave does the same thing. Um, I will, all jokes aside and calling you a sucker for picking Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. The one thing that gets me in our league, ver- that ma- I, think, I think this makes it more of a question in our league versus a typical dynasty league, is the contracts. So in a typical league where you have the player forever... Um, I think that skews it more to Taylor and our league might actually uh, skew it back to Clyde just because of the fact that you only get him for those three years and then you have to start, you know, paying the option and so on. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's exactly exactly what I was thinking when I put um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire first was that you get three years at the rookie price and you don't want to have one of those years with your 101 sharing or behind Marlon Mack in an offense that I don't know, clearly not on the level of the Chiefs' offense, with an exist you know an existing incumbent running back to compete with, plus um, passing down backs with Naheem Hines. It just feels like you're not getting what you need in the in first year, and then you only have two cheap years left. So, um, yeah, that's I think that's why it's a, it's a big question. Yeah, no, and it's a good that's the good argument for our league. I I was quick to point that out before you could because uh you know whenever i'm gonna lose an argument or kind of have you know there's something out there i like to point it out first because i know yeah good strategy so okay we'll move on clyde edwards hilaire not a good pick jonathan taylor awesome pick i'm winning this draft i'm dominating you right now 103 drunken irishman who you taking so we stick as i think we'll see in mocks across the industry and i suspect we'll see even in our super flex league i think you'll see running backs go so um alex would take deandre swift 
And again, there's some debate with some other running backs in the same group, but I think the competition in Detroit is not great, not there. So I think he has a really good path to good year one production and good year one scoring. Um, now, the one thing we debated a bit is, hey, it's Alex, so should I just have written in C.D. Lamb because he needs to have every Cowboys receiver on his team? But we kind of <laughs> said, no, let's look at his team need and do what we would expect a reasonable person to do in that spot. So I fully expect C.D. Lamb to go at 103 this year. But I'm way, mocking DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not drafting based on what I think they would do. I'm drafting as if I was the owner of that team. So, um, and. We'll move on to 104 because if I was the owner of the team or Alex was the owner of the team or anyone was the owner of the team, they should have taken J.K. Dobbins. I'm so happy you left Dobbins here for me. This is a great draft for me right now. Lamar Jackson is his quarterback. Ingram is 30 years old. Like that is unless your name's Frank Gore, running backs don't play past 30 years old. So, I mean, yeah, sure, Dobbins, maybe that first year has competition, but we're talking about a high-octane offense with Lamar Jackson. Actually, kind of the same reason you took Hilaire, so I don't know why you changed your strategy mid-draft, but I'll be the benefactor of that. Um, and, you know, if Ingram is gone is gone next year, then you got two years of him just being the bell cow. So, uh, you know, this draft is, I, I don't know how you can even come back now. Um, it's... <laughs> It's, it's it's interesting over. that you only point out half of my strategy in high octane offense, where the other <laughs> half was clear path to year one production, and Dobbins. Okay, Ingram's thirty, but they're paying him, so they're not. And business, think about it. Baltimore paying him money, use him. Why not save the rookie, manage the rookie's workload, use the veteran. So uh, yeah, it's interest. Your your your. Trolling here is interesting. We, I think we you both, made my point for me. <laughs> we both have arguments for different reasons for like different players. So it's kind of funny how that went. The one thing I pointed out there is that this is actually your team that I was drafting for. And um, there was some quarterbacks there that were intriguing. But I uh, decided to go to running back just because you already had Kyler Murray. And I think uh, in Superflex, I mean, two QBs is awesome to have two really good young rookie QBs, but at the same time, um, you know, there's lots of value out there for you to get a second QB for 2021 season. Um, so, yep. Yeah. And the super flex thing isn't till next year too. So it's that same balance of what you get now and, and what you use this year. Um, I'm always trying to win every year, right? I'm not really doing rebuilds. So yeah, I think it, I think it makes sense to go running back. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, 105, you're up. So this would be Finkel's Revenge, Carter's, and sticking to the theme, running back, Cam Akers. So this is a, this draft pick, I think it was a second round draft pick, nail in the coffin of Henderson, who was kind of one of these guys last year, if you remember, that was in that second group of running backs after the big three. And I think he went around this spot last year, but it looks like he's done in LA. And Cam Akers has that path to immediate production on, what could be, I guess, LA, it's kind of hard to say. Last year wasn't great on offense, but it looks like, you know, they've shown that they can score a ton of points. And so I think Cam Akers is the right choice here. Yeah, and I think I think it was a coin toss at that pick. I think uh, I don't I don't I didn't look because I wasn't picking for uh, Carter's team, but what his needs were. Um, there's a couple of receivers and a quarterback too that could definitely go there. But I think now that we're out of the top four, we're kind of 
really, I think we're guessing and we're going to see a lot of variance uh, on these. So need, need based drafting sucker bet. <laughs> player. Uh, so the most valuable position. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I'm going to take the best player for Joel, which is uh, Jerry Judy wide receiver for Denver. Uh, just a beauty landing spot there. Um, the NFL is a pass happy league now. So most teams support two or three uh, wide receivers with the question marks around lock. I mean, two is pretty reasonable um, for Denver. And I mean, this guy probably there, you know, there was a good chance he could have been the, the first or second wide receiver off the board on the NFL draft. Um, and yeah, he's, and I've heard Joel likes him. So there you go. I, I, I actually drafted. I, yeah, I actually drafted for... Down drop for the FFFL insider alert. Yeah, insider alert. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but I think Joel was talking about Judy, so... Anyway. You think when Joel tells you he likes a player, he actually means he doesn't? Just like when he tells you your players are bad, he actually means they're good? That's right. Well, yeah, you know, he's... <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, so... Okay, um, anything to say about that pick, or...? Well, I think I think that pick is a big mistake because of who I'm going to take next, who you left, just like the NFL left for the Cowboys. So I'll take CeeDee Lamb um, for Higa at 107. Uh, So at this point, I think the top running backs are gone. He's got quarterbacks. I think CeeDee is that talent profile seems to be that he could be one of these, you know, players that you talk about for years like AJ Green's um Julio Jones like a, a wide receiver that really stands out so the year one production doesn't look great because of Amari Cooper and the other weapons there but year one production for wide receiver rookies is different than running backs anyway so I don't think it really matters um that the year one might not be great because of target competition I think this is going to look like a great pick for a couple of years for him yeah and I, I I I like CD as well I think this is another one where um in our type of league with the three-year window of that really cheap contract. I think with Cooper there uh, there's a, and Zeke, there's a little bit more competition. Um, but yeah, I think he's he's probably the best player, best wide receiver um, in a dynasty league that you owned him forever because uh, Cooper's contract is structured. So in two years, he can be like cut for nothing. Um, you know, he's definitely the guy. So yeah, again, good, good, good spot. Good pick. Um, now we move on to the gauntlet of Triple U. So I'm making his... get all these picks? Well, I gave him two back. I mean, I gave him that 101 back for uh, Barkley after he uh, decided to bid $22 million or whatever on Gordon. So um, two of these are from back from me, but yeah. Um, so 108, uh, I think, I mean, just because of the way it fell, and I mean, I'm sure Dave will be trying to trade up, uh, but... Just the way it fell, I think uh, this is a great spot for the quarterback, Joe Burrow. Um, with the Superflex coming in next year, you get two years of him. The only quarterback Dave had on his roster right now is Mason Rudolph. So, you know, huge need allows him to not have to spend big money on a quarterback in free agency and just maybe draft a, a, a mid-range quarterback there and then move on to next year with hopefully one of the top Superflex QBs. Yeah, I think it makes sense. And I, I think it was a bit hard to mock knowing that he had four in a row, that maybe if it wasn't him for four in a row, maybe Burrow wouldn't go if um, maybe he wanted to run back. He seems to, you know what I'm saying? But when we had four in a row, it was kind of it was kind of hard to mock, actually. So unusual situation. Hopefully he trades away some of those. 
Yeah, maybe, and I mean, maybe to move up to 104, he trades a couple of those. Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, if uh, he likes those, you know, Dave likes those running backs. I mean, I yeah, if I'm him, I'm trying to trade a couple of those to move up to those top four or five spots. But that is uh, not up to me. So you're up at 109. Same team, same needs. Same team, same needs. And I think at this at this point, you cast a wide net. Get as many running backs as you can and hope one or two of them stick. So I would uh, select Keyshawn Vaughn from Tampa Bay. So sorry, Ronald Jones owner, whoever you are, but looks like his time is done. The pass blocking thing and Tom Brady there I don't think is going to last very long. And so Keyshawn Vaughn seems to have a path to immediate and high scoring production now and for a couple of years. So I think it's a safe pick at 109, as safe as there are this late in the round. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's another running back. Um, yeah, Ronald Jones is dust, man. He, he, he's basically, two years ago, he was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Now he's <laughs> Ronald Jones. Uh, so 111 or 110, um, you know, there's a, a couple of big wide receivers out there that uh, um, that could have been taken here. And I could, if... For some, if Dave is still in these four spots, I could see him going back to back wide receiver. Um, but you know, just for the sake of, I uh, went with Tua Tugler, uh at, at quarterback. Uh, I just we'll think take care uh, of that. We'll take care of that in post. Hey? No, no, that's how I say his name. Uh, so um, you know, again with the super flex coming, of course, uh, you know, two startable QBs. Um, you know, Tua, if he didn't get hurt, he was clear number one in the NFL draft. So, you know, there's the potential here to have, you know, for two years at one million apiece to have two great starting quarterbacks in super flex, um, which would be a huge advantage. I mean, there's you the flip side is you could end up with Sam Darnold or not Sam Darnold. Well, Sam Darnold, sure. But EJ Manuel and uh, there was uh, another Jets quarterback that uh, Mahoney took. I can't even remember his name. Oh, was it Sanchez? No, it wasn't. That was too old. I don't remember. Anyway, I'm sure Mahoney will text me, but he knows who it, he knows who it is. You know who you are. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if you end up with a couple of Kyler Murrays here with Burrow and Tua, man, you are in good shape. But I, I don't know if that's something Dave would do. Maybe he trades back, but it's just a weird situation because the first seven picks didn't go quarterback and then he has four. So yeah, throw two out there. We'll have our two QBs next year. Um, no need to spend a dime on a quarterback. Uh, for three years. Yeah, I, th- I think it makes sense. I think it sets, if you can grab those two and you're not foregoing the top running backs, why wouldn't you? Yeah, so 111. So again, this, it's Dave. It's Dave again. Oh my God. Um, so I would pick Jalen Regor, wide receiver. So this is a first round wide receiver for the Eagles. I think, again, the, you're, you're through all the second round running backs except for the head scratcher in green bay so you now now you start looking at the draft capital of the first round wide receivers and then the landing spot and so philadelphia i think the i mean some of us have suffered through nelson Aguilar for years including eagles fans i think he's dust alshon jeffrey i think is dust so i think regor has great landing spot good draft capital first round talent i think it's the obvious choice yeah i i like that pick i mean uh, Philly's 
past history with Aguilar and JJ Arthega uh, are not good, but maybe they'll get one here. Um, 112 with Joel again. Um, Justin Jefferson, Minnesota, basically the uh, exact same reasons you said for Rager. Uh, you know, if you had taken Jefferson, I would have picked Rager here. So pretty simple for Joel. I mean, he could potentially go quarterback, but I think he takes the wide receiver um, first round draft capital. Yeah, I think it makes sense. And I think I think they were drafted right after each other in the real draft as well. So I think it I think it's probably will shake out something like this. I think Minnesota. Um, it's just the only difference for me was who passes more. And I, I don't see Minnesota passing a ton. And so I think you're going to get more. Says the Delvin Cook owner. <laughs> well, screen garbage time screen passes to sync if did he three years ago are fine. Everything else, you know, I just don't <laughs> see him scoring as much. But I think it's I think it could go either way. Okay, 113. Uh, you're up for home wreckers. Yeah, and this you kind of hinted at it here when you said Joel might go quarterback. So I'd put Justin Herbert in this spot. And again, it's all about, and it's really neat to see the impact of Superflex if it does shake out like this to see three quarterbacks go in the first round, whereas you wouldn't have seen that in our league in the past. And so it really makes this first round, I think, a lot more um, exciting and to have even late first round picks a lot more valuable than we're used to seeing. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's, you take the risk on having a starting quarterback on a rookie contract in Superflex next year. And you might forego some wide receivers, some other first round day one wide receivers, but they carry a ton of risk as um, many of us have seen with the previous year's draft. So I think it makes sense to go quarterback here. Yeah, I'll have to see if three quarterbacks ever went in the first round. I know for sure year one when no one knew what they were doing. I'm almost certain three did. Um, I'm pretty sure Newton, uh, Gabbert, and then their, uh, Copper, Kaepernick maybe were all first rounders. And then there was a year that uh, Luck and RG3 were 1-2. So if another quarterback went late in that round, there's the potential. So um, that would be the interesting one. I won't really count the first year because nobody knew what they were doing. We were taking like linebackers in the first round. So, um, But yeah, that's a good stat. I'll have to look that up, see if we've ever had three QBs taken. Uh, so rounding it out, 114, this is the champ hanging with Hernandez. Um, so there was there's a lot of different players here. Um, I decided to go with Henry Ruggs for him. Uh, two reasons, probably. Uh, number one would be just the fact that he was like he was the first wide receiver drafted in the NFL. So, you know, there's he, he has to be good, like not necessarily has to be good, but you know, Oakland, Las Vegas, whatever you want to call them, saw something in here. He, you know, other scouts and stuff in mock drafts beforehand were saying he was either one or two. So, you know, there's something there. And specifically for hanging with Hernandez, Jeff, who went off the board with Boinkin last year, um, you know, sir, passing up on a lot of good talent. I think, you know, if I'm him, I'm thinking like, let's Let's lock in this guy here and not buy into the hype train of some of these. There's a few guys that one of them, another one being on um, on the Ra Raiders as well that, you know, are are getting the hype train, but they're just not drafted in this range of, you know, NFL teams are not spending top 20 picks on, you know, players that are not super or potentially superstars. Right. So you got I got to go with the with the draft capital there and go with Henry Ruggs. No, I think it makes I think it makes sense. I think the the bus potential is obvious, but everybody I think 
from this point out and maybe even a couple earlier picks has fairly high bust potential so i think it may i think it makes sense 14th or 16th pick overall high speed they picked them so you think they're going to use them i mean yeah i think it makes sense Perfect. Well, I think that does it then for the mock draft, at least for round one. I don't know if people are interested. Maybe we'll get some uh, push to do a round two mock draft at some point since nobody has anything better else better to do. Um, yeah, and I'm curious to get some feedback from people on ideas for online draft uh, um, and, you know, supplemental draft players and what to do if the league, if the NFL doesn't happen with contracts, do we keep them set where they are? How does that all work? So uh, really curious to get league feedback and then come up with a, a solution there as well. You have anything, any last thoughts? No, I think it's good if we do a second round, we should bring on a guest. And um, another thing we could do is redraft last year's rookie draft and get that Boinkin thing out of there and see how it would have looked. Sure. Yeah. I like that idea too. All right. Well, that, that wraps it up and uh, yeah, we'll uh, talk to everyone soon. Stay safe.